Hi guys, welcome back to Anything Goes. How are you all? I'm actually in a really good headspace right now. Oh my God, what? Like, what the fuck is going on? Emma's not recording the day after a full panic attack? Like, this is insane. Um, my anxiety has been great. I've been f- doing really good. Um, and I actually think I know why. And so I'm going to get into that in today's episode, just kind of this journey I've had over the past week that's ended up leading me to less anxiety. This episode is presented by haagen It's love at first bite with the new haagen Dulce de Leche bar, featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream, swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's DAWs. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. At eBay, authentic is always in season. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means their handbag experts are making sure your arm candy is nothing short of the real thing. They're checking all the details from the leather to the logo, carry all or clutch. We all love a handbag that turns heads. Knowing it's the real deal makes it that much sweeter. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you'll carry with confidence. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough. But then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. So... I'll get into that later, but first I want to talk about a dream I had last night because I think it's fucking funny. So basically, last I've been having vivid dreams, okay? I don't know what it means, and there's like specific people in it every time. They're not reoccurring dreams, but it's like, it's weird. I'm not one to remember my dreams, but recently I've been having them all the time. And there's actually a study that came out that said that nobody cares about your dreams, like biologically. Like our brains cannot get excited about a dream because it didn't really happen so like your brain literally cannot care about dreams so I'm not gonna like tell you about my dreams because literally science told me that no one cares about them I mean it's kind of true like I feel like if somebody tells me their dream like what do I do with that at all it didn't actually happen and I didn't experience it so how am I supposed to care about it Anyway, it's really true, but I did have a dream last night that I got cheated on and I've never had a dream like that. And I woke up this morning and I was fucking livid. (laughs) I, I was livid about it. And I literally texted this person and I was like, uh, you cheated on me in my dream. And like, I'm actually mad at you a little bit. Because the thing that's crazy about it is that I had to like see the whole thing in my dream, but yet it like didn't actually happen, but it still traumatized me. So anyway, I genuinely was angry at this person 
for probably like five minutes. Like I, once I woke up, I was literally mad. Like as if they had done it. And it took me a second to realize, oh wait, they didn't actually do do that. So anyway, I don't know why that is, but like I'm, I'm still like, it's weird how with dreams, if something fucked up happens, like, yes, it was a dream and all, but you feel that emotion still. It, it almost shows you what it would feel like if that actually happened, you know? Like, in my dream, I was, like, fucking screaming and so mad. And it was, like, I actually lived that. Like, I, I didn't, but, like, I did, you know? So it's weird. It's weird when that happens. But anyway, I've had so many dreams like that, like, people you know, getting hurt or me getting hurt or something. And then like the next morning I'm fucking a wreck because I just lived that, but no one else did. And you're just like in your own thing. Speaking of dreaming, I've been seeing all these TikToks about all this stuff about dreaming with other people and how you can like enter the astral plane and like join other dreams with other people. I don't know what the fuck that means, but basically some people say that you can meet up with other people in your dreams. Anyway, I hope I didn't accidentally meet up with the person who cheated on me in my dream um, on the astral plane. I really am praying that that didn't happen. Uh, but anyway, I think that you have to set that up or something to make that happen. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty hopeful that this was just my own imagination. Um, still angry about it though. Okay, so moving on to other things. So basically, I have barely been on my phone for the past week. Um, and it's just because I was really busy and I think I hadn't been busy in a really long time because, you know, quarantine, we're locked in. I mean, 90% of the time I'm at home. You know what I mean? So I have a lot of time to go on my phone and there's only so many things you can do in a day. I'm, you know, I try to work out, try to cook here and there, you know, whatever. But then like at a certain point, I'm, I'm laying in bed on TikTok on my heating pad. Like that's my resting position at all times. So been on my phone a lot, but things are kind of starting to pick back up. And so I've actually been busy. Um, for example, it was my friend's birthday, Olivia, my friend Olivia's birthday. She turned 21. Woo. And so we did little activities for her birthday and stuff like that, which was really great. Super distracting. Wasn't on my phone the whole time. And then after that, I did a shoot for three days. Each day was like 10 to 12 hours for this little project thing that I'm doing. I can't, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. You guys will see it eventually. It's not, I hate when people are like, oh, I did this project. But I mean, I did. So whatever. But I was on this set. It's not a movie. Okay. That's a spoiler alert. I did not do a movie. I will. And I will never do a movie ever. So anyway, I was on the set for literally 10 to 12 hours a day. So I was not on my phone. Like I literally couldn't be on my phone. Like I had no breaks. Like, I mean, I'd have little breaks, but I mean, I was like focusing on eating, drinking my coffee and like talking to my parents or my friends. Like I wasn't going on social media. So I barely went on social media at all for for about five days. And when I tell you guys that I've never felt better, it is not an understatement. Like I truly have never felt better. I, I didn't realize it until today when 
I was like done shooting and like today I'm like I have kind of a free day so I can do whatever I want. Like my anxiety is just down. Like I have no anxiety right now. I mean, obviously anxiety is always kind of in the back of my throat in a way. That's just like how life is, but it's barely there. I'm barely anxious. I feel so calm. Like, you know, when you're anxious and your chest feels all tight and like your body feels all tight and whatever, that is gone for me. And I almost live in that state constantly. I'm con- I'm almost always anxious. So to feel none of it is insane. And honestly, I think it's because I haven't been going on my fucking phone. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm texting people, um, calling people. I'm watching cooking videos and stuff like that. But I'm not going on Twitter and I'm not going on Instagram. And it's been really, really amazing. I mean, seriously. And this, I think that this was a huge learning lesson not to mention even before this kind of week of um no phone I was also like I started going to the beach a lot more and like you know swimming in the ocean a lot more and honestly like what it's done for me has I mean it's been so amazing I really really encourage you guys to to do something don't go on your phone for a little bit I I normally I know people say that all the time and I get it but I just feel so passionate about it right now because I just got off of a week of like barely going on it and now now I don't even want to go on it anymore I mean I definitely have a severe addiction to my phone don't get me wrong like I do but I feel like I kind of broke it this week and I also realized that Everything that goes on the, on the internet, yes, don't get me wrong, like it is a part of my life and everybody's life and it definitely is in a sense real life, but it also is not as, it's not as big of a deal as it seems when you're on it all the time. I just got this feeling in my head that like the internet was like the end all be all, like this is like everything that happens on the internet is a big deal Everything that somebody says about me is a big deal. It's so easy to fall into that when you're on it all the time and you don't have a life outside of it. But like the life that we all could have and can have and do have outside of our phones is actually so much better and it really helps. And then when you have to go back on your phone, you're in such a stronger mindset to deal with it, deal with all of the punches that are thrown at you and so I don't know I mean I know that this is white noise people fucking say this all the time like <clears throat> my parents are always like Emma I swear to god your anxiety would be so much better if you just got off your phone and I would listen to them but I was also like I do what I like you know what I mean so then I just like wouldn't li- I mean I would listen but I like I wouldn't put it into action. Like I would always be like, I would almost kind of not humor them. Cause that's kind of like not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying, but I would, I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, yeah, you're right. But then I wouldn't do it. Well now I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to go on my phone as much anymore. Like permanently. It's almost like changing a, an element of your lifestyle. If you're like, okay, I'm going to start, um, I'm going to start exercising a little bit more. And that's a goal for you, right? Because that's something that you know will make you feel really good and it will keep you healthy and happy, et cetera. 
and then it becomes a goal for you. My new goal like that is getting the fuck off my phone and not going on it as much. I don't want to read through things anymore. I don't want to read through Twitter. I don't want to go on TikTok and read through comments. Like I don't want to see that right now because that shit makes me really anxious. And so I'm ready to just kind of like enjoy social media, the good parts of it, which is posting, seeing a few nice comments here and there, um, seeing a few nice tweets and stuff like that, and then going off of it. And I know that that may seem like not smart for me because it's like, oh, Emma, you, you know, social media is like what you do or whatever. I don't care. Like this shit is not good for my brain. And when I'm not on it, I'm a lot better of a person and my whole entire life is going to improve from that. So that's that. Also working is going to be easier for me. Like, you know, if I'm going on my phone all the time, I, I just get so drained mentally that when it's time to like turn on a camera, I'm just like bummed because I've been on my phone too much and I'm thinking about shit too much. And I start to forget about what's really important, which is like, you know, loving people and like being passionate about what I do in life. You know what I mean? And that's it. So, uh, yeah, done with that topic, but just had to share. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone, but talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go onto it and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code EMMA. Okay, I believe that we're back. Sometimes you have to, sometimes you drink your coffee and things happen. You know what I mean? You guys get it. Um, I also realized something. So I was shooting this project for the past three days. So it was three days of shooting every day 
for like 10 to 12 hours and I have quickly realized that I never would ever, even if it was my passion, be an actor, okay? I Even if I was like the best, even if for some reason, I'm not, spoiler alert, but being on a set is not something that I think is for me. Um, I am not good at working for a long time. Like I need a lot of breaks when I'm in front of a camera. You know what I mean? I can't be in front of a camera for a really long time. And that's something that I did this past few days. And like, I just get burnt out for some reason, which is why I think YouTube is so perfect for me because I just can't, like, I, it's up to me, you know, I'm my own director and my own producer and I'm my own videographer. So like, it's all up to me. And like, I get to choose like, you know what? I'm kind of tired right now. I'm going to film in an hour. Like, there's so much flexibility in that. And when you're an actor, there's none of it. So like, I learned that shit real quick. I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved filming this project and I'm really excited about it. But I also now know that I will never be an actor. So if any of you guys were, you know, wondering, oh, I wonder if Emma's ever going to try to be an actor. I know I've said multiple times before that I would never do that. But now you know for sure it is not going to happen. And I never would. Um, so, yeah. Another thing I want to talk about is TikTok shutting down. So apparently TikTok shutting down. Here's my thoughts. Listen, I feel this. I'm very mixed. I have mixed emotions on this topic. Um, uh, here's the thing. Like, I like TikTok a lot. I go on it a lot. And I don't feel like it's the most negative platform. Like, I think it's usually kind of fun. I, I don't, it doesn't, like, okay, so, like, Twitter and Instagram can be pretty toxic, I would say. They can get toxic pretty quick, but TikTok, not as much for me because I'm just scrolling through my For You page and, like, watching videos that are random and weird and, like, I love watching all the cooking TikToks and all of that, so I feel like, I use TikTok as more of an entertainment platform. So I don't like meaning for me, like I use that platform as a viewer more than I, I don't really use it as a poster as much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I post TikToks here and there, but like, it's not something that I am super concerned with all the time. Like, it's not like, oh, I need to post a TikTok soon because I haven't been on there in a while. It's like, not like that. I just follow my gut with that I'm like I don't care you know so there's no pressure and I use it as entertainment for myself because I like watching them I'm sad to see like all the cooking tiktokers go but I also think that they will be on YouTube and I can just watch them there you know what I mean most of the stuff that I enjoy watching on there could easily be on YouTube so I think that my entertainment will continue um from those people that I love so much uh when it comes to like all the funny shit I'm going to be sad because it is funny like, I definitely get some good laughs out of it. I mean, I will belly laugh at a fucking TikTok. And that brings me joy for sure. So that's kind of sad. But I mean, I also think that it's not good for my attention span. Because everything about it moves so fast that I feel like my attention span's awful now. Um, so there's that. So I mean... I'm not super heartbroken about it going, but also like, 
if it stays, I'm going to be kind of happy. You know what I mean? But if it went, I would also be okay. Like, I'm not super sad about it. But I just think it's crazy how, like, there's so many parallels with the Vine era and the TikTok era. I mean, it was like, with Vine, it was the exact same thing. It was like, a bunch of people blew up on Vine. Then, like, you know, there was a bunch of groups that were made. There was houses that were made. X, Y, and Z. And then, you know, it shut down. And then everybody went to YouTube. And then that was fun. There's beef. There was everything. It was it was a time to be alive. And then that all kind of chilled out a little bit. And then TikTok came along. And it's just like the new generation of that. And it's just crazy to see history repeat itself. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was a new TikTok that's even better in say five years I mean I wouldn't be surprised if something new happened uh or if somebody made like some company made like a new TikTok I I don't know I mean we'll see I guess it's kind of scary like I guess they're stealing our information or something but literally the only thing that you can steal from me is fucking photos of my camera roll of me crying all the time although I haven't cried in a while except for happy tears Randomly, I never used to cry when I was happy, but the other day I was like talking to my parents about something and I was like so happy about it. I started crying and I was like, Emma, what the fuck are you doing? Like, hello? You don't show emotion or weakness. What are you doing right now? I only show emotion or weakness when I'm sad, but like me showing emotion or weakness about something that I'm happy about couldn't be me. I don't know what I'm going through, but I literally like never ever cry about something I'm happy about like that just I honestly hate showing weakness and I feel like being happy about something is being weak which is not true at all so please don't think that that's advice like that is not true but my brain is weirdly wired like that I feel like being excited or happy about something makes me weak so that's just something I need to work on with the therapist I don't have uh, because that's not good. Like when I'm happy about something or excited about something, I should be able to fucking cry about it and scream about it as much as I want. And I should be happy that I'm feeling that way. But yet I literally will cry of happiness about something and be like, you're a little bitch to myself in the mirror. I will go to the mirror and bang on it and pound on it and be like, you are a little pussy grow up. But Maybe that means that things aren't so bad after all. I feel like this year started out for me really shitty. But, and there was a lot of shitty moments throughout it too. But I also think that this was probably one of the most transformative years of my life. And I think a lot of you can probably say the same. It was one of the weirdest years ever. And you know, things will go back to normal eventually and we will all be okay. But I don't know. It's interesting how like crazy this year has been. And I like me like crying about being happy is like a very new thing. You know, that's weird, but I'm very happy about it. I am very happy about it. I also am on my period right now. I, okay. I was having this problem where I was getting my period twice a month. And it's finally settled down. I think it's because I'm off Accutane now. And so now I have regular periods, but it's back. So you guys probably haven't heard me talk about my period in a while. It's because it's back to normal. But but 
can't break, but it's here now. So got the cramps going on and I'm going to the beach today and I'm like bleeding and I'm like, how the fuck do I handle this? Do I like, what do I, okay, POV for a second, a little POV here. POV, I'm at the beach. I'm wearing a bathing suit. I'm running into the ocean and my tampon string falls out. Honestly, POV, what do I do? I'm kind of anxious about it, but I need to get in the ocean because it makes me feel good. Um, Even though it's freezing here, which I didn't realize. Like last year I went to the beach a bunch of times and it wasn't that cold. But for some reason I'm literally in a lot of pain um, when I go in now. I don't know why that is. I don't know if the ocean's colder randomly this year or something. Does that happen, guys? I'm not that smart. I mean, I am okay smart, but not really very smart all the always. So, yeah. Anyway, I think I'm done talking about the things that I had planned in my head. Um, I, I kind of feel like I'm easing into this podcast in a sense where I, you know, don't get me wrong. If, like, a topic comes up that's pressing for me, I will address it. But I think that Sorry, I'm putting my blanket on. But I think that, you know, I've talked about so many things and kind of given my two cents on so many things. Those episodes are going to be great to look back on. And, you know, when my views on those things change or I gain more insight on more things, I will bring those up. But I think for now, it's just kind of fun to sit and chill with y'all and whatever and talk about shit that's not as uh, emotional, I guess. But... I'm ready to answer some questions. So let's see what you guys are asking. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. At eBay, authentic is always in season. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means their handbag experts are making sure your arm candy is nothing short of the real thing. They're checking all the details from the leather to the logo, carry-all or clutch. We all love a handbag that turns heads. Knowing it's the real deal makes it that much sweeter. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you'll carry with confidence. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough. But then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. Somebody said, favorite song at the moment, Don't Think, Just Go. You know what? I'm going to put y'all on. I mean, my summer, I'm listening to my summer 2020 playlist on Spotify. My username is Emma Chamby, I think. It's like one of the only, Snapchat and Spotify are the only ones left that still have Emma Chamby, which is the username that I thought was genius and hilarious when I was in fifth grade. Turns out, bad news. Emma Chamby is not funny, hilarious or quirky at all. And I know that the internet loves to call me quirky. It's very fun for them, but newsflash, I am not quirky. So grow up. Anyway, 
I'm going to give you guys a few songs. The Adults Are Talking by The Strokes is really good. I'm obsessed with that song right now. Middle of Somewhere by The Neighborhood is really good. Lava by Still Woozy is not a new song, but I kind of just rediscovered it and I really love it. And Politics and Violence by Dominic Fike. I really like all of those right now. There's a lot more on my Summer 2020 playlist um, if you want to check it out that are really good. Somebody said, with all this COVID going on, I'm having constant thoughts of regret because I think I could have done so many things last year. But because of being sad, now I feel like I've wasted a lot of time and that's stressing me out. Does that ever happen to you? So I think I'm going to sum this question up and kind of rewrite it to do you ever feel like you wasted time being sad? Okay, like probably yes. Like I definitely think I've wasted time. Well, no, do you know what? No, I have not wasted time being sad because every time I've ever been sad in my life, I've learned millions and trillions of things. And you might not even realize that you were learning things whilst you were sad, but I can guarantee that the person you are now wouldn't be the same without that, okay? You being sad and you having those struggles made you who you are. And I don't think you'd be able to appreciate life in the same way without that experience. I don't think that anything is a waste of time. Nothing in life is a waste of time, okay? As long as you turn it around and you learn something from it, it's not a waste of time. If you just don't learn anything and you fucking are closed-minded and whatever and you like continue doing the things that you're doing that are making you unhappy or you continue you know you get what I'm saying like I mean obviously being sad and stuff that's not up to you I mean you can't choose like if you're you know struggling with your mental health I mean that's like not something you can change you can take the right steps to help but I mean there's more to that you know it's more complicated but so that's definitely not a waste of time because you're going to learn something from that no matter what. But I'm more saying like if you feel like you wasted your time doing anything in general, like let's say you were in a relationship that was not good or let's say you went to college and then you ended up not using your college diploma for your job and you now feel like that was a waste of time. None of that was a waste of time because you learn things from that and you experience things from that and that's a beautiful thing. There's nothing to regret about that. So all we have is right now. And all we can do is make the most of right now. You can't dwell on what you should have done, could have done. What's that going to do for you? That's just going to make you miserable. If you think, you know what? Ah, it would have been so fun if I wouldn't have been struggling, you know, last year, I would have done so many more things if I would have known. Well, guess what? You know now and you can you can make today an amazing day and when this whole COVID thing is over, you're going to live life to the fullest because let me tell you, I think we're all going to appreciate it. <laughs> I think we're all going to appreciate it in a new way once we can finally do all of that again. So don't regret it, please. Somebody said, my ex wanted to meet me a couple times, but I said no. The last time he asked me, he was being so nice and I agreed, but now I feel like I miss him. What do I do? He cheated on me multiple times, by the way. Okay, listen, uh, we, don't, we don't fuck with the cheater. Um, we don't. We don't do that because the thing is, there's 7 billion people on this planet 
and I can guarantee that there's somebody out there that won't cheat on you. Uh, guaranteed. 100%. There is somebody out there in this world that wouldn't cheat on you. So why the fuck are we going to waste time with one person that fucked you over? Cheaters don't, I, I don't believe that they change, to be honest. Once a cheater, always a cheater. I do kind of believe that. I mean, I don't know. I just like, I think that people who cheat are maybe wired in a different way. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that people can learn and grow. They can change. I, I don't think that, like, let's say you're dating somebody who's cheated on someone else before. I think that there's a decent chance that that person might not cheat on you they might have learned from that experience and been like, fuck, I'm never doing that again. Or they were just in the wrong relationship. But if someone cheats on you, I that kind of makes me feel like the connection between you two wasn't right because that person wasn't scared enough to lose you when you guys were together. They didn't value you enough. Like when you're dating the right person, the thought of cheating on them and then them finding out and leaving you should be terrifying if you're with the right person which would make you not want to cheat on them also when you have the right connection with somebody you don't have eyes for anyone else especially when you're young I think when you get older and you've been with somebody for a long time you know things can change and things can be different but when you're young and shit there's no reason to waste your time with a cheater when they cheated on you I'm saying Obviously, if you find somebody new is really cool and you guys have a great connection and they've cheated on somebody before, I mean, you, I don't, I don't really believe in judging somebody for their past necessarily. I feel like you kind of have to judge them for who they are to you. You know what I mean? So that's a different thing. But because this man has cheated on you before, I say we say fuck him and we do not, not actually or literally, I mean metaphorically, we are not messing with this guy. There are 7 billion people. Find a new one. Moving on. Thoughts on guacamole. I used to be really scared of guacamole. Still kind of am for some reason. But ever since I started eating avocado toast, I kind of realized, okay, well, guacamole is literally the same. Um, and the seasoning in it is really good. So definitely into guacamole. But I'm not a huge fan of tomato or onion. And those are two ingredients that are commonly used in guacamole. So... I mean, I, I'm on the fence. I mean, I don't love every guacamole, but there are definitely some good ones. Next, somebody said, what did you have for breakfast? I had Chamberlain Coffee, ChamberlainCoffee.com, and I had eggs and avocado, and um, that was kind of a little starter meal, but I'm probably going to, it's still the morning right now, but I, I think I'm going to have some plums, so that's my breakfast. Somebody said, how do you know that you've met a good lifelong friend? I don't think you ever really know because I think that you can think that a lot of times in your life like oh yeah this person's going to be in my life forever but people change and we grow and we evolve and you outgrow friends and friends outgrow you and things happen and I think that the thing with friendships is you have to be in the moment with it. I mean obviously it's nice to think about your future with this friendship you know or that friendship. It's fun to think about oh, I can't wait to have this person at my wedding. I can't wait to, you know, raise my kids and have this person like down the road and we can like whatever. It's fun to think about those things for sure. But I think that you just have to live in the moment with the person. So if somebody's a good person in your life now, I think we focus on that. We focus on, you know, how they're treating you now 
if they're being a good friend now and then, you know, we can always hope that it'll last. But it doesn't really matter because as long as it's working right now and they're a good friend, then fuck it. And that goes for relationships too. I mean, I know that it's it's really scary sometimes even when you like care about somebody so much and you like love your friends or, you know, the person you're in a relationship with so much and you're like, oh my God, like I can't imagine my life without them. And that can create a lot of anxiety. But the thing that you have to, you just have to be like, listen, they're working in my life right now. We have an amazing relationship right now. I'm not going to sabotage this by thinking about the future. Nothing about the future is promised. We don't know what the fuck's going to happen tomorrow ever. We just have to live in the now and appreciate the people that we have in our lives right now that make us happy. And that's, that's the fucking tea. Somebody said, I've been struggling with anxiety for the past two months. And for me, it's really hard to open up to other people about it. Do you have any advice on how I can open myself up and not feel bad or guilty after I do it? Listen, never feel guilty about venting. Okay. Nothing to feel guilty about. Imagine this, your friend comes up to you and tells you that they're struggling with anxiety and that they feel really shitty and they start kind of confiding in you about it. How are you going to feel? Are you going to be frustrated or annoyed? No, the fuck. And if they, if like you did, then that's something you need to reflect on because that's not good. Um, and I, and I can tell that you wouldn't feel that way just based on the way that you wrote your message. I mean, like you have to understand people are not that selfish. I mean, there are a lot of selfish people, but even the most selfish people would probably hear you out and try to help. Don't feel bad. Don't feel guilty. We're all on this planet together. We're all working together. Okay. And we also only live this life once. We're all just trying to make this shit as good as it can be. I think that we're all on each other's team. So try to remember that and just kind of push your discomfort aside and be honest, find somebody that you feel comfortable with, find somebody who you feel is nurturing and just let it go and, and, and let it out. Somebody said, if you could be in any place right now, where could it be? I would be in Paris for sure. Europe, Paris, Italy, something. I just like want to go to Europe really bad. Although I don't want to sit on the fucking plane. So yeah, I'd go to Paris, but like teleport vibes. I don't really want to be on that a plane for that long. Oh, this is a really interesting question that I just got from two guys. Somebody said, let's say I'm walking behind a girl late at night on a quiet street or something. What can you say to show her that you're not a threat? I feel bad because I don't want her to be scared or think I'm trying to kidnap her. And then another guy said, LOL, at this point I either cross the road or walk past them so I'm in front. I think that's really great. I, I And really, really sweet. Um, that you think like that, you know, because I do think that, you know, I mean, as a, as a human being in general, I mean, walking at night and shit like that is scary. You never know. But I think especially as a girl, you know, it can be frightening. And especially right now where we're starting to learn about all of the things that go on in this world that are so fucking terrifying, uh, you know, with people getting kidnapped and stuff like that. And I think that it's a really important time to as a woman, you know, be fucking on your A game. And I think that a lot of girls do get worried about somebody following them, even if it's totally innocent. And so I think, I, I don't think you even need to say anything. 
Um, I think the whole crossing the street thing is great. Just crossing the street and, and trying to get ahead of them. I think that that would definitely ease their mind. I know that for me, when I felt like I was being followed, when they've gotten in front of me, I was like, oh, we're good. We're totally good. And I was like, totally fine. Because it just showed that they're not watching like they're going on their own way they're not they don't care about where I'm going you know I remember one night I was in New York and I was on the phone and I was walking around and I was walking around my hotel in circles during winter actually and I was talking to my parents and uh, some guy followed me in the circle because I was walking in a circle I wasn't I had no end destination okay and this guy followed me in a circle the whole time until I went back into my hotel I mean and it was fine because he didn't do anything but it was fucking frightening like for sure um and I don't know maybe he was just going for a walk too maybe we were on the same page doubt it but I mean that's a crazy coincidence I walked around the building probably 15 times but if he would have like sped up in front of me I would have not given a fuck I would have been like oh we're good but I also think that that is you know that's an important thing to talk about in general um I think that you know keeping an eye out and being wary you can never be too careful you know what I mean ladies I mean and and guys too I mean who knows anything like this can pertain to anybody just watching your back at all times you know there's something to be said for that so just like staying aware of your surroundings and being smart you can always go into a store. You can always go into a restaurant. Um, you could knock on someone's door even if you really feel like you're in danger. I mean, there's so many, so many options. Um, not always, but if something like that's happening to you, you know, just be wary. You know, be wary out there. Be careful, everybody. And and dudes, it's really respectful of you guys to think like that and do that. So I really appreciate you thinking about that. Somebody just asked me what my favorite hairstyle I've had. Y'all, I'm loving the blonde. I never want to be brunette again. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. Everybody always told me, like, Emma, you need to be blonde. You need to be blonde. You need to be blonde. We want blonde Emma back. And I was like, no. And then now I'm blonde again. And I'm like, wait, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I love being blonde. And I also love my hair length right now because it's not too long, not too short. Period. Okay, so somebody said, I'm in high school and all of my friends are super boy crazy, but I'm not. I just feel like I don't want to waste my time worrying about some shallow guys who aren't people I see myself with in the long run anyway. But they think I'm weird for not wanting a boyfriend. Thoughts? Y'all. Wow. Okay. You are really, really 10 steps ahead because in high school, I knew deep down that like the guys that I was dealing with were like, you know, not for me long term. Like I'm definitely somebody who I think I'm more into uh, a lot of the guys in high school that I would was interested in. They're all like sporty dudes. And I'm not saying that that I don't want to put anybody in a box or anything. Like I, I don't want to stereotype, but I kind of knew deep down that that wasn't really my type. You know what I mean? But I was kind of like that was kind of what was available. So it was like you kind of work with what you have when you're at school. And those people are sometimes not for you. You know what I mean? I I never had a boyfriend in high school. I didn't really, I tried to like, I mean, I like would have little talking phases with guys, but I never like dated guys in high school. Um, I was more of a friend zone girl, to be honest. 
which is fine in retrospect. No regrets. Who knows what type of fucking mental damage I would have experienced from dating somebody in high school. I don't know. I don't want to know. But anyway, uh, I think that stay true to yourself. And honestly, it kind of sounds like you need new friends because it kind of sounds like your friends are not on the same page as you and you're really, really 10 steps ahead. I mean, I wasn't even there yet. I was still trying to like make the guys work and I was still kind of boy crazy even though I didn't really care, like like these guys that much because I knew that they weren't up my alley really. But and I mean, no shit to them. Like that's they whatever but they you know I was trying to make something work I was trying to make a puzzle piece fit that didn't fit and I think you're one step ahead just knowing that it's a waste of time because it totally is so I think you just tell them y'all I don't want to waste my time this is not my type these guys are not my type I don't care I'm gonna find a guy that's more up my alley in college or when I you know work here or whatever so y'all can mind your business thanks Oh my God, I can't believe somebody said, are you going to make music one day? No, God, no. I leave the music to the musicians that I fuck with and then I listen to their music, sing it in the car and then call it a day. The thing is, I don't know how to, like, I wouldn't even know how to write music. The fuck? I I mean, I had a freestyle rapping phase with my friends that was so embarrassing. We were literally, we would freestyle in the car for hours and it was so funny, but it was also like really cringy. In retrospect, at least on my end, I mean, my friends were, you know, spitting and I appreciate it. But I mean, for me, I just was probably so cringy. Um, And that was fun and all. And I mean, don't get me wrong. The adrenaline rush when I would come up with something good was really fucking awesome. But I I'm going to keep it to freestyling with my friends uh, once every blue moon and listening to music and singing it in my car by myself. (sighs) Sorry. (sighs) Somebody said, what's your favorite vegetable? Y'all, let's talk about it. Definitely, I have a lot. Um, Surprisingly, I like cauliflower when it's cooked right. So like if it's kind of like, I like when you put batter of some sort on cauliflower and then you turn it into like a chicken wing um that's really good I also like broccoli a lot if it's cooked right I also like kale a lot again if it's like the right kind of kale and it's like all the stems are cut out I like kale sometimes I like butter lettuce yeah I like corn but I don't know if that's a grain so never mind sorry I'm fucking dumb hopefully that helped uh I don't know Somebody said, have you ever physically fought someone? No. Interesting question. I am not a fighter. I am a lover. I really am. Although I did, I did try to start a pillow fight yesterday with my friends. Um, That was probably the closest I've ever got to a fight, to be honest. But I actually hate, like, I don't like that shit. You know, I don't even like pillow fights. Like, I was, like, lightly hitting everyone because... I like don't okay so I've had friends before that were like really violent you know what I mean like do you guys ever have friends where they just will like pat you on the back but they'll fucking fully five star you on the back or like they'll be like pillow fight and then they'll hit you in the head really hard until you're almost concussed like I am not like that I like to be gentle I don't see the need for that I also don't like when people jump scare me like jump out and scare me like fuck that no 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 None of that for Emma at all. 
I don't really think that any of that shit's fun, but some people do. So, I mean, more power to you and enjoy yourself, but not for me. Somebody said, wait, wow, y'all fucking predicted something. Another collab, sorry, collab. Someone said another collab with Wildflower Cases in the future, maybe. I'm not going to answer this, but I'm just going to say that I wouldn't read it if it wasn't an important question. Do what you want with that. Somebody said, do you think you were born in the right era? If not, what era? You know what? Yes, I do think I was born in the right era. For sure. Because, okay, listen, a lot of people are always like, oh, I was born in the wrong era. You know what? We don't know shit about what it would have been like to live in that era. I'm sorry. We romanticize different eras. Don't get me wrong. I'm obsessed with 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s fashion. I love the fashion. I love, you know, hearing stories from people who lived through those times. I love, you know, the movies, the aesthetic of all of it. Don't get me wrong. Very awesome. Appreciate it so much. But I like that I get to appreciate it as somebody who didn't live it. I don't think I'm living in the wrong generation. I like... I'm, you know, I was placed on this earth right now to live right now. And I don't, I wouldn't want it any other way. I think people romanticize these times, right? Like, you know, I talked to my dad about like the 80s, for example. And yeah, it sounds like it was pretty fun. But like, you know, based on his stories, like there was also shit that was not fun at all. And there were things that people don't maybe talk about that were shitty about it. And also, I wouldn't be living the life I live remotely at all if I didn't live right now it's the first time in history that I that this is a possibility for a life you know on the internet like and I really do love it and I wouldn't want it any other way so no I appreciate other eras but I do not think I was born in the wrong era and I think that a lot of people say that and I even used to think that but I don't think that we know enough as kids to say that you know what I mean anyway it's not that deep but I mean, maybe some of us were born in the wrong era, but I personally wouldn't want to be born in 1810 when I had to brush my teeth with a rock. Like, I just, that doesn't sound fun to me. So, anyway. Somebody said, which celebrities would you choose if you had to survive on an island? Name three, explain why. Number one, Harry Styles. For no other reason besides the fact that I feel like he has really good luck and is like really, like, he would almost be on the island for a good luck charm. I feel like he does everything perfectly. So I feel like if I was like, Harry, start a fire, he would like snap his fingers and the fire would start. If I was like, Harry, I really want to roast some hot dogs, vegan hot dogs over the fire right now. Ugh, I wish we had those. Too bad we only have like nuts and seeds. He would snap his fingers and he would have hot dogs in his hand. See what I'm saying here? Harry Styles would be the fucking, the magic token to making this fun. If I was like, Harry Styles, ugh, like I really need some sunscreen. I'm getting really sunburned. He'd snap his fingers, sunscreen, boom. So I just would use him for that um next one would be I feel like I'd need somebody funny on the island that would like make me laugh so that I could kind of like to kind of lift the spirits like I'm trying to think about somebody who would lift the spirits okay so the next celebrity I think I would have on the island would be Joe I don't know his name, Joe Kinney or something. The guy who's the voice of SpongeBob. Uh, He's a comedian uh, probably because he does SpongeBob, but also I would just kind of want him to hide behind a tree or hide in a tree or something and just talk to me in SpongeBob voice while I couldn't see him. And if that makes sense, 
so that I could like imagine that I was like in bikini pond. B- b- <laughs> bikini pond. <laughs> the way I just said that was crazy. Leave that in. Um, so that I could imagine that I was in bikini bottom. It would like make it more fun, right? Like it would. Okay, we're stranded on a desert island. This is deserted island. Desert island. I'm literally losing it. I need to fucking turn this shit off. I'm like slurring my words. Did I get drunk from my coffee? I don't understand. I didn't. Like I don't. Chamberlain coffee goes crazy, making me, making me not be able to fucking say words correctly. Anyway, um, I would want the voice of SpongeBob dude, Joe Kinney, I think that's his name, to be sitting up in a tree somewhere and just constantly having dialogue with himself in SpongeBob voice, just as kind of entertainment. Uh, also to kind of set the tone and the mood of the island, Bikini Bottom vibes, it would be fun to have him there. I also feel like I get the vibe that he can cook. I don't know why, but I feel like he can. I also feel like if you spend that many years doing a SpongeBob voice, there's no way that you're not kind of going insane. So he probably has some violence he wants to get out, um, which I think could be helpful when I need him to chop down a tree. Like he could probably chop down a tree in like two hits with an ax because he's been doing SpongeBob voice for so long that he's probably exploding with anger like there's probably a lot of pent-up anger i don't know i'd love to have a conversation with him about it but we can discuss that when we're on the island um yeah i I feel like he's necessary last but not least i would have i would probably have margot robbie just because i want to be her best friend for some reason and she's just so beautiful so i just love her um so i'd probably have her on there and then uh just for like girl time you know so that i can be like I can tell her a bunch of stories. She can tell me stories and we can just bond. So like while Joe Kinney is in the, is cutting down the tree while making SpongeBob voices. uh, And then we got Harry Styles like floating or something in the air, like levitating or something. Me and Margo are just like getting our tan on, on the beach, chilling and talking about boys. Sounds like a dream. Anyway, I'm done with this episode. Um, I hope you guys had fun hanging out with me today. I had fun. I love you all so much and I really appreciate you guys. Thank you for coming back every week if you do that. I don't know. This could be your first episode. Thank you guys for listening in general um, if you got to this point. Don't know why you would. I don't even remember the last hundred things I said. I blacked out. So, oh my God, I have to fart. Don't listen. Oh no, I hope you didn't hear that. (laughs) All right, guys, I love you all. Bye, guys. Mwah.